Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as the Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Hello, Grumpy. How are you doing today? Top of the morning to you. <laughs> We have an interesting question about a tree that I have never heard of. Here it is. I have fallen in love with chaste tree. Is it easy to grow, and when should I plant it? Okay. Chaste tree. It's one of my favorites. One of the reasons why, and for a lot of people, is because it's one of the trees that, when it blooms, has blue flower sparks. Blue is a very rare color, actually, in the plant kingdom. Lots of orange flowers, lots of red flowers, yellow flowers, white flowers, purple flowers. There's not very much that are blue. It tends to bloom in early June, just when the first crepe myrtles are coming out. And you can grow it as a shrub. You can actually cut it to the ground every year and let it come back, and it will grow into this bushy thing that gets to be about five feet tall, and it'll bloom. Or you can grow it to a single trunk the way I do, like I do a crepe myrtle, a multi-trunk tree, and it gets a really sculptural look to it. Another really great thing about chase tree, it is the absolute favorite plant for bumblebees. If you're concerned about pollinators, you plant a chase tree, it will be covered with bumblebees. And they like it so much that they will fall asleep on it at night. And when you come out in the morning, they're all sleeping on the flowers, and you can actually rub them on uh, the back. Uh, oh, you yeah, kidding? you can. And they won't sting you. I promise. And if they That's do, crazy. don't tell me about it. Chase tree is a plant that is hardy in Florida all the way up into zone six. Even though it may die back in the winter, it'll come back from the roots there. If you want to know what climate zone you're in, it's real simple. Just Google your zip code and the words USDA climate zone, and it'll tell you. It'll tell you whether your winters are too cold or whether they're not to grow something. So that's simple. Do the leaves stay on the tree or do they? Oh, chase tree is deciduous. Mm -hmm. So the leaves do drop in the fall, but it's an extremely easy plant to grow. All it needs is lots of sun and well-drained soil. No pests. It's very drought tolerant, very mm. heat tolerant, wow. and it blooms on new growth. So you can cut it way back if you need to, and the new growth is going to produce more blooms. It's really a pretty tree. Well, I'm going to see about getting one of those trees. And one other thing I would mention, if they don't recognize the name Chase Tree, the botanical name is Vitex, V-I-T-E-X. Ask for that at the garden center, and if they have them, they'll show them to you. Awesome. That's great to know. You want to know how I got its name, Chase Tree? I'm afraid to ask. Well, the little seeds have a chemical in them that they used to call this monk's pepper. Mm -hmm. And they would grind them up because 
It's supposed to, if ingested, inhibit the libido. And so they would often have these trees growing outside the walls of monasteries (laughs) so that the monks inside who had taken these vows of chastity would not be tempted to stray. That's the absolute truth. Another good question and answer, Steve. Thank you. Another grumpy gem. Yes, sir. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Well, hello again, Steve. How's it going? Going great. I know everyone is dying to know what your plant of the week is this week. Oh, and I'm just dying to tell them, too. One of my favorite plants for the garden is a plant that has a whole lot of uses. It's the herb rosemary. It's hardy outdoors, so you can leave it out all year long. It's hardy down to about five degrees. That'll give you some idea where you can grow it. Where it's not hardy, you can grow it in a pot. It is absolutely essential for me because not only can I enjoy it in the garden where it's so fragrant, every time you brush the foliage, you get that rosemary smell. It has pretty flowers in the springtime, but I'm always snipping it for use in the kitchen for all these different things that we make. The rosemary is just the perfect thing when we're doing some sort of a beef stew or something like that. We're always collecting rosemary. Rosemary is a really easy plant to grow. You can just let it grow by itself. You can trim it. You can shear it into a formal hedge if you want to do that. It looks great that way. You can just add it to a mixed border. Two requirements that it has is that it does need to have sun. Now, it doesn't need to have full sun. I found out it will take part shade, part sun, because I planted it in a spot that gets that, and it does absolutely fine. So it needs that lighting condition. It is also quite drought tolerant, but it needs good drainage. If you plant it in a place where the soil stays wet, it's going to rot and die. But other than that, it has very few pests. And this is one of those plants where it's a joy to prune it. Because every time you're pruning it, you're bringing in all those aromatic herb leaves that you can use in all your cooking in the kitchen. It is one of my favorite herbs, but is uh, roasted potatoes. Oh, yeah. With rosemary. Yeah, there's just some things that when we make, just have to have rosemary. You know, here's another thing. If you have a fire pit and you like to enjoy a fire and sit around... One thing you can do if you have a a decent-sized rosemary plant is you can cut off one of those branches and just throw it in the fire. And then you get the aroma of rosemary just kind of fills the whole area. I just love the plant because it's so versatile and it doesn't demand a lot of care. I have seen some really big rosemary bushes. Yeah, there are a lot of different varieties. One that's on the Southern Living Plant Collection, which is called Chef's Choice, and it's a mounding plant. And it doesn't get more than about several feet tall. 
Then there's other rosemaries that'll grow six feet tall if you let them. And there's also creeping rosemary or weeping rosemary. And it's the kind that if you put it on the edge of a retaining wall, it would grow all the way down, be cascading all the way down to the ground. So there's different kinds of rosemaries out there. But the size is really easy to control. They don't grow so fast that going out there once or twice a year and pruning them, that's about all you would need. Okay. That's good to know. If you want rosemary, that's my baby. (laughs) I get that. Okay. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask grumpy.